You are listening to Beltway Beef, official commentary from the National Cattlemen's Beef Association. My name is Steve Johnson, and I am NCBA Associate Director of Policy Communications. Joining us right now is NCBA Executive Director of Natural Resources and the Public Lands Council Executive Director, Caitlin Glover. Caitlin, thank you for joining us. Good news coming out of both Washingtons this week on the natural resources front. Can you walk us through the Interior Department's decision to cancel the introduction of grizzly bears into the Cascades region in Washington State? Absolutely. So it was some some really good news midweek. Secretary Bernhardt uh, was in the, the Northwest this week making quite a tour. He had quite a busy schedule. Uh, but one of the stops that he made was an announcement uh, that the Interior Department is not going to proceed with uh, their 2015 plans to reintroduce grizzlies uh, in that neck of the woods. Instead, uh, the the department said that they're going to listen to uh, to the folks on the ground. What a, what a novel concept. Um, but listen to folks on the ground and focus on managing the populations uh, across the the existing range. So so that's some really good news. Why did Interior not move forward with this? What's the uh, history behind this decision? Yeah, so so in 2015, uh, the the regulatory process started. And now, uh, all of our Western listeners are going to be very familiar uh, with the Interior Department's long history with management uh, and protection of large predators. Uh, gray wolves, grizzly bears, uh, even the wolverine um, are are some of the challenges that our Western producers face uh, when they are interacting with uh, their livestock and interacting with public lands. So this process started in 2015. It fits in starts, but through it all, BLC and NCBA focused on supporting our local affiliates. These ranchers, these communities said that they did not want to see grizzly bears reintroduced into the communities. Um, so in the North Cascades, uh, grizzly bears uh, had, had had some history in that area. And uh, over time, for a variety of reasons, those populations moved to other places. Uh, and, and really, those grizzlies weren't found there anymore. So the plan uh, over uh, the, the last couple years has been to examine what it would look like if Interior were to um, to translocate or relocate some bears up into that area. Now, translocations or, or relocations are, are tricky in any sort of scenario, um, but effectively what Interior would have been doing is, is dropping these bears uh, in the middle of an ecosystem where they haven't been for a really long time. Um, so so that's, there's some problems with the ecology there, um, but uh, certainly problems with the community. Really, what this announcement comes down to is is that uh, the the cattlemen, that sheep producers, and communities um, were able to to stir up uh, enough opposition, um, and the science didn't support reintroduction, and so ultimately, uh, Interior made the made the call that grizzly bears will not be reintroduced uh, in in the North Cascades. Some really good news. What would be uh, the you know the impacts across the range? Yeah, so so that's a that's a great question, and really this gets down to the science, right? So as part of this uh, as part of this investigation, uh, Interior had to undertake an environmental analysis. So they conducted an environmental impact statement to consider the ecology, the socioeconomics, um, what would happen to the visitor and recreational experience, as well as the public safety uh, if they were to reintroduce bears, and and all of that fleshed out to say that it didn't make sense to to introduce bears. 
we can see this playing out in in other populations. Uh, Also in the news this week was the greater Yellowstone ecosystem population of grizzly bears uh, that has been quite controversial and and has been often litigated over the last couple years. Um, And that population's in Wyoming, Idaho, and Montana. So, So using them as an example... This is a similar ecosystem uh, in in which there in that there are bears and other large predators like wolves uh, that interface in in high mountain uh, communities. So if we take the the GYE population as an example, um, Idaho, for example, in 2019 had a record number of investigations and confirmations of uh, large animal, large predator, livestock depredation uh, in, in, a, in a calendar year. Similarly, Montana and Wyoming had um, significant impacts as well to livestock, to cattle and sheep producers. Um, and, and you're not just talking at that stage about, about deaths, right, about animals actually lost. You're talking about livestock stress, you're talking about fences down, uh, and, and really um, some pretty significant resource limitations simply because of the density of these large predators. We're talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars in in livestock losses um, from from lost animals and and lost yield, Um, but also millions of dollars have been allotted to depredation payments and, and to some of these control methods. So to, to, to have the decision, uh, have the announcement that, that Interior is not going to cause these problems uh, and is instead it's stepping away from those reintroduction plans, uh, I, I can't tell you how, how happy I was uh, how happy I was to see that, not only for, uh, for the ecosystem, but, but for our ranchers and for our communities as well. Speaking of which, uh, NCBA, PLC, both have been fighting this for a while, the introduction of apex predators. Can you talk more about that, the fight? Yeah, ab- absolutely. And so so I want to be clear, right? You know, so our, our ranchers, they operate in scenarios where they deal with fire and flood and predators. You know, they we, we operate in some some pretty dangerous territory. Uh, and so they're they're no stranger to this to, to this danger, uh, right? But the problem becomes when these apex predators are either not in an area and and we're talking about reintroducing them, right? Um, a fundamental change in in that ecosystem. Um, but we're also talking about you know when interior uh, or, or the managing agency can't or doesn't for for a variety of reasons uh, control those those predator populations um, large predators are, are just like any animal uh, if if they have sufficient food and if they have sufficient space they are going to reproduce and they are going to seek out uh, additional food sources when you have that growing density those larger expanding populations that's when you see those impacts to to ranchers, to recreationalists. Um, so, so on one hand, you know, we, we understand that there's a balance, but that's why interior listening to the public is so important. Our ranchers are the ones who are out on the landscape. They see the bears, they see the wolves. And so they know what, what that balance looks like. So interior listening to them is, is pretty important. Um, this also links really well into our, our work on the Endangered Species Act, right? The Endangered Species Act uh, is a really important um, conservation tool for, for large predator species, but other species as well. 
the problem over time has become that you don't know when that tank is full, that you, you put an animal on the list, you, you recover it, uh, and then you're supposed to delist them. You know, we talked a little bit earlier about the greater Yellowstone ecosystem population, that GYE population of bears in, in Wyoming and Idaho and Montana. Uh, and that's really the issue there. Uh, we, we want to see those bears off the list because they are recovered. Uh, but there are litigious groups who, who want to preserve those populations uh, and, and want to preserve those areas as, as bear management areas effectively. Um, and so when we when we see um, how the, the Endangered Species Act has really been corrupted over time and used as a tool to lock up land, that's when it becomes a problem. Interior really avoided a, a situation where they would have been in a years-long fight uh, just just over over this bear introduction. Um, so so really we're we're coming full circle here uh, that that as, as they're stepping away from these reintroduction plans, Interior is going to be able to focus on investing in in species that actually need protection, that actually need um, help in in persisting into the future. So it, it's a it's a really smart decision on on a lot of different fronts. All right. Well, Caitlin, thank you for joining us. You have been listening to Beltway Beef. Until next week, eat beef. Check us out online at policy.ncba.org and follow us on Twitter at Beltway Beef. Thanks for listening.